Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome today. I am your host of Holistic Talk, Sharita Berry, and welcome on today. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about safe handling techniques for fruit and vegetables. That's right. A long time ago, sometime last year, I wrote a blog entitled Safe Handling Techniques for Fruit and Vegetables. And today, I'm going to share with you that blog. Once again, I thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments in reference to any of my podcasts right here on Anchor or Spotify and all your podcast platforms, don't forget to hit that message button and leave me a voice message. And don't forget you can support this podcast by becoming a a monthly subscriber. All you have to do is go to the screen, click on subscribe and become a monthly subscriber. And once again, I thank you for tuning into today's podcast. We all have grown up watching our grandmother pick fresh fruits and vegetables from the garden and grandpa bringing in fresh cut cuts of meats from the butchers, standing around the kitchen table, watching them both prepare dinner for the entire family. You may have noticed at a young age why your grandmother would place all the fruits and vegetables in the zinc and maybe let them soak in the water or why grandpa put on gloves when handling meat and why he kept washing the same cutting board off or changing the knobs every time he would cut up different meats. This is called safe food handling. You may have not known this at a young age, but now that you're older, do you practice safe food handling in your own home? Do you teach your kids how to properly handle food safely and how to store food safely? First, what is safe food handling? Safe food handling is cooking and storage of foods such as meats, beefs, pork, fruit, and vegetables. Safe food handling is safe because it protects you and your family from food, born pathogens and bacteria that can cause illness and sometimes can cause food poisoning. Texas Food Establishment Rules 2015. This podcast is for educational purposes only, not intended to treat, cure, diagnose, or prevent sicknesses, illnesses, or disease, or mental health issues. If you're making any lifestyle changes to your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family, please consult your medical doctor first. So, what are some of the ways you and your family can practice safe food handling at home, which is so affordable that you don't need to go out and purchase some sort of food storage product you may have seen on the home shopping network at 3 a.m. in the morning, when rest assured that you and your family can practice these basic and simple steps and come out a winner every time. So let's dive right into what to do in the kitchen. When you are handling fruits and vegetables, always, and I mean always, wash your hands first. Not just when handling fruits and vegetables, but also meats. You can pass on pathogens and bacteria to your food from your hands. So you want to wash them to remove dirt and residue. Make sure that everything in your kitchen, even down to the floors and walls, are well cleaned and sanitized, even when when certain cooking you even while using certain cooking utensils that you use to prepare cooked food with. 
Always keep your refrigerator clean and sanitized. Cover produce that you have used and store them at the top of the refrigerator in a closed container, never at the bottom. Just as before, you want to wash your hands again each time you're handling different types of meats, such as poultry and fish. Why? Because this is called cross-contamination, which is another sign of pathogens and bacteria being passed from one food to another. This podcast is for educational purposes only, not intended to treat, cure, diagnose, or prevent sicknesses, illnesses, or disease, or mental health issues. If you're making any lifestyle changes to your health and wellness routine, please consult your medical doctor first. Which is another sign of pathogens and bacteria passed from one food to another. Always clean cutting boards, doing preparations of meats, and never follow... Allow the juices from these types of meats to touch other food that you may be preparing. Storage times for the refrigerator and freezer. Below is a there's a lot of different charts that you can find on the frigid on the internet that shows you how to um, store your foods properly and how to cover the foods. One of the things I want to let you know is what I found out if you have coffee, a lot of people drink coffee. If you put a cup of coffee in a refrigerator uncovered. With that coffee, the smell and aroma from the coffee, two things can happen. One, other foods that are stored in the refrigerator that is uncovered can absorb the smell and the aroma from the coffee. And you wonder, and you may have a, may say for instance, you had a loaf of bread and you put in a plate in the refrigerator and you have a cup of coffee uncovered and you have a loaf of bread uncovered, not wrapped. So in turn, that that loaf of bread will absorb the aroma from the coffee, and then you take your loaf of bread out the refrigerator and wonder why my coffee, why my loaf, my piece of bread smell like coffee? Because number two, you did not cover the cup of coffee, and number two, and, and the third thing is you did not cover the loaf, the piece of bread. So that's like cross contamination, sort of. So. This is how it's supposed to be. Like, um, say for instance, you had a refrigerator that had one, two, three, four uh, rows. Okay, you have a um, the some people have a refrigerator that have four four rows. Some people have a refrigerator that have three, depending on the type of refrigerator you have. Um, the ready to eat foods, um, such as produce and um, different things like that, milk and stuff that goes on top. Um, another ready to eat foods goes at the bottom, uh, such as, um, uh, such as like butter, um, things like that prepared, um, other packaged foods can go underneath, um, the dairy products. Then on the third shelf, it could be the raw meats, poultry, and fish, depending on how your refrigerator is or how um what type of refrigerator you have and then if you have the pull out um bins at the bottom of your refrigerator people tend to put solid fruit and vegetables at that um in them but you also know that some fruits don't have to go in the refrigerator so you can leave that on a on a bowl on the table like i would not recommend putting apples and oranges in a refrigerator 
It just, I would not recommend it. Um, you don't have to. Now, if you do, that's okay. Um, onions, when you're um, preparing onions, some people put onions in the refrigerator when they purchase them from the market. You don't have to put onions in the refrigerator when you purchase them from the market. You can just put onions in a little bowl um, on your kitchen table or your kitchen countertop. Now, when you're cutting up onions and you preparing food and you use the onions and you have an onion left over, you just don't put the onion in the refrigerator. Why? Because all the spools in the refrigerator will absorb the onion smell and then the onion smell will, um, you'll notice that the, the onion shrinks and it turns a different color because every food in the refrigerator have absorbed the aroma. So you always want to make sure you cover your food, put it in a container or a plastic wrap, Ziploc bag, Lumafor at all times. That's practicing safe food handling. Um, once again, this podcast is for educational purposes only, not intended to treat, cure, diagnose, or prevent sicknesses, illnesses, or disease, or mental health issues. If you're making any lifestyle changes to your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family, please consult with your medical doctor first. You can log on to foodsafety.gov, foodsafety.gov. That's foodsafety.gov, and you can look up storage times for the refrigerator and freezer, and it will give you valuable information on how to store your food and store food in the freezer. Once again, I am Sharita, your host of Holistic Talk. Thank you for tuning in as I share today um, a blog that I wrote sometime last year entitled Self Safe, food, Safe Handling Techniques for fruits and vegetables. Once again, this podcast is for educational purposes only, not intended to treat, cure, diagnose, or prevent sicknesses, illnesses, or disease, or mental health issues. If you're making any lifestyle changes to your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family, please consult your medical doctor first. And my mistake, I wrote this blog in 2019. I thought I wrote it last year, but when I was looking at the date, it was 2019. And once again, thank you for tuning in.